Okay, so I'm not even kidding, okay? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Don't go anywhere. This is Merkel Asson. I'm bringing to you uh, the Just Just a Nobody podcast. And that sound that you heard is my intro song. So don't just kind of sign off thinking that it's a wrong connection. Okay? Because that's an important, uh, uh, the sound of an Egyptian. Okay? Uh, a priest. Come on, you need to kind of respect this priest. It's this. It's the sound uh, of an Egyptian priest. Uh, it's as long as long back as like three thousand years. He's a mummy, and scientists and researchers that we have uh, on Earth, they kind of uh, uh, you know use use some artificial vocal cords and kind of technology and kind of converted his voice to something that is more audible and we know. So that's how um, this priest, you know, three thousand years back, uh, he he was a singer, it seems. And uh, so I said, you know, why not just introduce you? with uh, by playing that you know and uh, let be my intro song so uh, how are you guys doing <laughs> are you guys doing i know i know it's a one way communication and i just i just talk and yap on the other side and i can't hear from you because i'm not kind of i wish i could take those in uh, call incoming callers but hey man i need at least 50 listeners right for that to happen which i don't really have i think so maybe uh i'll do it anyways um it is it's a sunday it's a sunday uh, it's a sunday evening and it's exactly let me just check the time it's exactly 5:30 p.m. this sunday evening and this is mo Colasso bringing to you my another episode of the just the nobody podcast um uh right here you know i'm sitting right here live and uh, I will post this uh, in another 30 minutes, you know, um, from my recording time. So how are you guys doing? It's been almost like two weeks now uh, since um, I kind of uh, recorded and it feels great. I love doing this. You know, as I said, I love, really, I really love doing this. And here I am uh, recording it again. Yeah, so I was talking about the Egyptian mummy. Okay, that is a actual sound of the way uh, the Egyptian mummy actually sound. Uh, of course, it's it's uh, it's just the it's just the sound. It's not uh, converted into words. So it seems like researchers are now working on using computer models to uh, recreate full sentences. So now this is this is how his sound was, right? So they want to create full sentences uh, so that you exactly know what this priest is saying, you know? So they're going to use computer technology. They're going to use the, the most expensive technology to recreate what this priest was saying in this, in this footage 3,000 years back. How does it sound? Come on, you know? I would say, like, why, man? <laughs> why? Why waste resources, you know? Why waste so much of money on something that happened 3,000 years back? But, hey, man, do do whatever you want, you know? Like, if you're doing it, fine. Oh, uh, I, I personally think they shouldn't be wasting time because I exactly know. Now, he was a priest, right? And uh, I exactly know what he's saying in that sound effect. Uh, if you were to convert it into words, all he's saying is, 
he was a priest, you know, so I already make the assumption. I know he's he was a singer. He used to sing a lot in ch- in uh, in the in the temple, etc. And I know what he's saying in this sound effect. Let me tell you. Let me sing it for you. Okay. Sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah to the Lord. Sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah to the Lord. Sing his praise, sing his praise, sing hallelujah to the Lord. That that is what the priest is actually saying. So why why are researchers wasting their time, you know, using those computer models and trying to recreate those full sentences that happened like 3,000 years back? I know what happened, you know. Ask me, ask, ask Merck Lasso all about it, you know kind of thing right so um it's been a while and it's it's nice to be it's nice to be uh recording this uh, actually i wanted to i wanted to uh i wanted to record it last saturday but i was kind of you know uh I, as i always do like before i record i kind of see what's trending and at that point in time like in another hour's time i was supposed to record the show but i was not i just was not into you know i was not in a good mood you know i felt uh, it was it, it it was really not something that i could do anything because um because of the news of kobe bryant it happened last sa- sunday exactly at this time around this time and i was like what the hell like this guy like i just couldn't believe it you know i just couldn't believe it first and foremost i'll tell you very honestly i know the super bowl is happening i don't really watch basketball neither the super bowl or whatever you know like i know zero things about basketball maybe i just know the slam dunk thing and i know like a little bit here and there but i never really watch it not religiously but i knew who kobe bryant was because of his because of that because he's a legend here i mean there's no way there's no way that someone uh someone out there doesn't know about him you know he's always been there like you know i've heard so many i've, re- I've read so many articles about him and if you're keeping if you're abreast with the current affairs etc he's not been the sports page you know he, uh, his news appeared in the general news section so that's how i really know about him i don't read the sports section um uh, anywhere where there's online news or print or whatever digital etc i don't really read sports i read the general stuff you know and he always popped up um uh, because of of different reasons you know because it was he was he used to give he was an inspiration for so many young people the old from people from different generations which was the best thing about him so when i read that i was like hey man uh, this is really sad and that too uh the way in which he kind of died uh, along with his daughter was really so tragic and the girl was so she was so uh she she had that that spark in her eyes you know to really play this game and learn as much as she could from her father um which uh, uh, her dreams were just kind of you know um they just kind of gone which is really sad and the worst part is the way they died like uh, i believe the whole the team it's not only they two i think there was a whole family of a father a mother and their daughter who died and this family all three of them died they have uh, the the parents have 
I mean, they, the girl has two other siblings, you know, and the, there was a man and a woman who died, like husband, wife. So there were many families who really went in this tragic incident, which is really very sad, which makes it more upsetting. Besides that, you know, it seems this whole gang, they, they, uh, they went uh, for a 7 a.m. Uh, Sunday mass. And uh, like, imagine like going at 7 a.m., like who really do it? You know, that's really some kind of dedication or some kind of... Uh, you know, getting up so early uh, in the morning and uh, there is this, you know, uh, very enthusiastic team. And then and then the way they tragically died, like an helicopter coming down and, uh, you know, the trouble that they had uh, even identifying the bodies, it's really so tragic. And that's what really uh, put me off. And um, I couldn't really, you know, uh, put my head together and really uh, do this. Um, do the show, la uh, do an episode uh, last time because it is really painful. I can imagine like someone who is like like me who, and it, it, everybody actually, the whole world, this was this was trending. It was really sad because the guy was a global figure. He was an international figure. People from all over the world knew him. And it seems uh, uh, Kobe Bryant, he spent 10 years, a decade, almost a decade, not 10 years exactly, but almost a decade, of his life in Italy. So people in Italy were mourning, you know. He spoke four languages. Uh, so the guy was really a very global, international figure, an inspiration, a legend, you know. Even if you didn't watch basketball, the guy was known by so many people. So it really, it really, you know, uh, made a huge difference. And, um, and then it made people really think about uh, life, you know. It made me think about life so seriously, like, you know, uh, we just take everything for granted, but I think we should really be thankful and just live by the day because you really do not know what's going to happen and what's in store for us tomorrow, uh, you know, tomorrow, uh, which is really tragic. So I want to do the show, but I, I was not in a proper state of mind. And I said, like, you know, uh, forget about it. Um, so uh, that was really tragic, almost a week and... Uh, I haven't still forgotten about it. It's really, it's, it really, it really takes you back. And also, yes, you know, it's you feel sad that those families lost their lives, but it also takes you back to kind of introspect about life. You know, we take everything for granted. We're just running like you know, every day is a routine. It's like uh, every day is as a routine. But at the same time, you know, uh, we need to kind of. Uh, I think the best thing to do is just live by the day because you really do not know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's what I I was uh, I never really get into I never really get into thinking about life and you know getting uh, getting this um, you know uh, emotional. I'm not I'm not an emotional person, but that thing that incident really made me think and uh, made me think and really kind of reflect. Really, um, right? So. Um, with that, I was actually, you know, so the Egyptian, the Egyptian, uh, the, the sound that I played, actually, I'm not really joking. You can go and Google and see that was exactly the sound. So I kind of, what I did is recorded it and then I kind of played it as an intro song. But, you know, I was just imagining like, you know, now since I'm the producer, the director, the everything of my podcast, you know, I have kind of, you know, I have the, I have the luxury of kind of playing 
whatever I want is an intro song, you know, talking about anything that I want. You know, there's a lot of freedom and I love, I love that kind of freedom that you get. But just imagine, you know, now who's a, who's a very famous podcaster around that people keep talking about? Joe Rogan, I think. The Joe Rogan experience is one of the most popular one, right? I think it got, runs for about two hours. I haven't listened to it, but maybe I'll listen to it sometime. But anyone I ask about uh, podcasting and things like that, and they talk about Joe Rogan. So let me, you know, what if, you know, I was on Joe Rogan and I told Mr. Joseph, you know, how about, how about playing, uh, how about playing, uh, you know, the Egyptian mummy sound as uh, the vocal cords, uh, that sound effect that they created. How about playing that on, uh, you know, as an intro song? What if I told Joe, Ro- Mr. Joseph, or Mr. Joseph Rogan, or Mr. Rogan, uh, to kind of play that song and also told them that, you know, instead of getting a lawn mask or uh, the big shots like Bernie Sanders, how about we just go on the street and find someone who plays the guitar well, you know, in front of a metro station or someone who really uh, is an upcoming person, you know, and we want to kind of promote, get them and then kind of give them a stage, you know, kind of perform. How about doing that? You know, just like a walk across the street, anywhere, not only in New York, it could be anywhere. You know, you find people who really play in front of, or maybe Maybe dance or uh, play, uh, you know, they sing or whatever, those talents that are there. Maybe a magician or maybe uh, uh, maybe a scientist who's not really known. You know, what if I told Mr. Rogan, hey, let's get people who are really unknown. You know, the nobodies on your show rather than getting the Elon Musk and uh, the Bernie Sanders and things like that. You know what would happen? He, he would fire me the very next day or maybe the same day. That's not going to happen. It's not going to work. People don't want any nobodies, right, to really have that stage. So that's the freedom. I'm talking about, you know, the freedom of kind of playing what I want, want to play, do what I want, what I want to do, speak about what I want to speak about because this is my podcast and I have the freedom to do whatever I want. And that's what I really like about this, basically. And that's the reason I'm basically doing this, you know. Um yeah. Uh, right. So, uh, um, what else? Uh, I was actually, uh, you know, I, I, I was playing this game. What the hell is that game? Uh, you know, um, uh, what is that game that I was playing? What, what does, uh, what does your face look like? You know, I was playing this game, like what, what, uh, you know, there was this app, I think it was on Facebook or something, and I kind of uh, added my photograph and I said, what is this, uh, what is the best job for your face? And I get, uh, and I, uh, you know, something pops up and it says, like a nun. Like, I was so disappointed and I was saying, hey man, did I, do I give that kind of, uh, do I give that kind of feedback to people that, you know, uh, that innocent kind of look, which is crazy because I'm fucking crazy, man. Like innocent, hey, you know, that's that's something that I can't kind of connect with my personality at all, at all, you know. At least if you can, you can ask people who really know me, they'll never ever say that, you know. So it's it's very strange that I give that uh, that innocent kind of look, and that reminds me of uh, that song, you know, by Britney Spears. I think I did it again. <gasps> I made you believe we're more than just friends. Oh, baby, it might seem like a crush, but it doesn't mean I'm serious. 
as cause to lose all my senses that is just so typically me oh baby baby oops i did it again i played with your heart got lost in the game Ooh, baby, baby, oops, you think I'm in love, but I'm sent from above, I'm not that innocent, you see my problem is this, I'm dreaming away. Wishing that heroes they truly exist, I cry watching the days, can't you see I'm a fool in so many ways, but to lose all my senses is just so typically me, oh baby, baby, oops, ah, you Think I'm in love, that I'm sent from above. I'm not that innocent, yeah. I hate that I get that innocent look, you know. I hope I don't, like for real. I hope I don't, but whatever. Uh, right, so um, I was actually, uh, I was, uh, I came across this video, you know, and uh, I, I loved it so much. Uh, it's actually coming from Bombay. Uh, that's where I was raised and I was born and raised uh, in Bombay in India. And um, I love how, you know, problems, when you kind of tackle a problem by adding some humor in it or making it funny, you'll get the best response. I'll tell you, people who you, who, who you want to change to be able to solve the problem, they'll also kind of work really hard because you've made things really funny. So using humor to solve a problem, I think Bombay, the Bombay Mumbai police uh, have done a great thing. See, I'll tell you, you know, one thing about Bombay, where I come from, and I also drove in Bombay, it's actually the honking capital of the world. I don't think any city anywhere in the world, forget rural rural parts of the world, because rural parts of the world, uh, there's no traffic congestion. There's no, you know, kind of, there's no waiting at all. Everything is wrecked, smooth flow. I'm talking about the cities all over the world. So among the cities all over the world, Bombay, like Mumbai, uh, is, the, is the only city, I think, all over the world that honks. You know, because I've, I've traveled to a few places and I've never seen that happening. Now, Mumbai, uh, Bombay is a city. It's a, it's a city like New York. It's basically the New York of uh, India of India or like the New York would be the Bombay of um, uh, the Bombay of the United States. Why? Because they both are island cities. They both are econo economic capitals of uh, their own country. Uh, people from all over the uh, from all over the country, you know, they come to this one city in Bombay. Also, people from all over uh, India to find jobs, they come to Bombay, you know. And then uh, the one thing that people in Bombay really can't uh, tolerate is waiting. They can't tolerate bullshit. Uh, they can't tolerate. They hate waiting, you know. So uh, it's like uh, if you were to say something, just say it fast and like just get over it, you know. Don't tell me thesis. Don't tell me a whole lot story and then come to the conclusion. Conclusion first and then let's go, you know, let's uh, let's let's move on kind of thing. So uh, it's pretty much the same. But the only difference between the two cities is I've been in New York and New York doesn't honk that much. You know, of course, there's a lot of traffic noise, etc. It's crowded. It's a walking, walking city, etc., which is all same. But I don't hear the honking and Bombay. Oh, my God. 
there's so much of honking that I've been guilty even I've done the honking part of it you know so when I watch this video that the Mumbai police uh, and the new initiative that uh, the Mumbai police have come up with is so brilliant and so funny and so humorous that I was like hey man like who's your creative genius you know who really came up with this idea let me tell you what it is now so Mom- the Bombay uh, actually I said it's a honk people just honk like crazy now the signal is red you must see the video I'll share it uh, I'll share it in the uh, in the description okay so even if the signal is red and it's about like uh, say it's about 60 seconds okay signal is red you need to just hang on there and kind of wait for the signal to turn green and then move on but Bombay is a city where people just have no patience they have no time now I, I you know, the uh, the advertisement or the video uh, shows that people think that, you know, the red would convert into green by honking, <laughs> which I'm guilty of doing as well. You know, everyone's honking. We all honk like it's crazy. It's crazy. Stupid. Uh, and I just I just think I'm a real fool for doing it as well. So um, so now the initiative by the Mumbai police is that they have set in decibel meters, you know, at every uh, I think this was a test runs uh, to see whether, you know, people are changing. So decibel meters were put at the uh, signal. And if uh, people honk, 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 and it goes up to 85 decibels, the signal, if it was like, you know, three seconds left for it to turn green, it would reset to 60 seconds again, you know, <laughs> which is so brilliant that uh, the next day when they tried it, like people were kept honking, honking. It went to 85 decibels and the whole signal kind of, you know, uh, reset to I think it was 90 seconds in this video. So um and then people have to wait more. So such a brilliant idea, but so much of humor that it makes people guilty. And I'm sure it's going to change things in Bombay. You know, the honkiest city, it's crazy. We really honk a lot there. So um, I love the punchlines that they use, you know, honk responsibly, responsibly, because if you honk more, you wait more, you know. Um, and a red signal will turn will not turn green, you know, if you honk. That's the, that's the punchline that they use. And I loved it so very much that I was like, hey, man, the Mumbai police, I salute you guys for your creative genius, you know. That's something uh, That's something I would love to be able to do, even my personal life or my professional life or whatever, to be able to solve problems, you know, by using humor. I think that would really work. It makes people, you know, kind of... Uh, uh, kind of... Uh, work towards what you're trying to say that's what that's what I really you know would definitely say so I love that initiative and I thought let me just share it because um uh why not you know actually why not so um that was something that I was wondering uh wondering that if I could have it in my life you know of having everything made humorous right so um it's it's crazy it's crazy that um oh baby baby Oops, I love Britney Spears. Yeah, I really love Britney Spears. Um, she's she's fab. See, you know, you know, there are different singers. You know, there are different singers. Like there are some singers, like I would not name any, but they're always cribbing about you know the lyrics, men and women or whatever. You know, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, self pity in the lyrics. Like you know, uh, uh, if you don't accept, you know, like things like I accept myself, I'm in, I'm imperfect. And, you know, those kind of lyrics, which is a lot of self-pity, you know, uh, uh, 
it's very insecure lyrics. That's what I feel. I hate those kind of songs. Like I cannot, I cannot write kind of, you know, digest those lyrics. Why, why you do keep on, uh, you know, uh, it's very insecure lyrics. It's very self-pity, you know, now accept me as I am. Uh, uh, no matter what you think of me, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to be who I am and nothing will change. You know, that kind of thing. It's very, it's very sad. And I cannot, I just don't like those kind of pop songs at all. But Britney Spears was, I like songs that have an attitude, you know, there's no pity. There's no, uh, it's not too, it's not emotional kind of pity for yourself, you know, uh, it's, there's a lot of attitude in the song and Britney Spears was all about that, you know, that, that swing, like Nicki Minaj is another, uh, is another uh, great singer, you know, she has an attitude in the song, like, hey, you know, fuck you kind of attitude. I love that. I love that attitude. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I thought of the song and uh, I, I, I cannot, I don't listen to songs where everybody's literally crying and, you know, kind of self-pity, self-doubt, insecure lyrics. It's like, hey, man, enough of it, enough of it, you know, it's like, it's too sad. So, um, so that's why I said, let me just kind of, um, you know, I love those lyrics of, um, oh, baby, baby, oops. I did it again. I played with your heart. Got lost in the game. Ooh, baby, baby. Oops, you think I'm in love. That I'm sent from above. I'm not that innocent. Yeah. So what's happening about this... uh this uh this thing called the coronavirus what's happening what's happening like china hey china hey china stop eating bats rats and snakes please please china please stop eating bats rats and snakes and i'm telling you again Hey, China, 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 China. Okay, I'm I'm shutting my nose and saying this. Hey, China, stop eating bats, rats, and snakes. Uh, Hey, China, 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 stop eating bats, rats, and snakes. And I really mean it, okay, because this is not the first time. Now, SARS was such a big epidemic. Literally, it was a flu and breathing. uh, It was, again, a very, um, uh, it killed so many people. And it happened in 2013 like almost seven years back, the same thing. It was, it came from the same city, I think Wuhan or something. And uh, uh, because of this wild animal kind of eating, that is bats, especially, that's what uh, I was reading uh, that day. And, um, uh, and then uh, what China did at that time was they kind of temporarily shut down this wild, wild animal uh, market, which is, which was, which uh, in China, you know, so it was temporarily uh, banned. Uh, but then it, they reopened the whole market. I think after uh, after SARS was under control, they found the vaccine and the kind of uh, SARS no longer exists. But now, after seven years, the same market that they kind of reopened after the ban uh, uh, has caused the same another disease, which is called coronavirus. 
coronavirus has so far killed 300 i think it started in uh, in the month of january like at the beginning it killed 300 people 14000 infections already confirmed it's spreading beyond china okay it's uh, it's gone across 25 countries imposed travel bans 60 million people are under lockdown in china currently like literally the streets are empty um, and researchers are trying desperately to find find a vaccine or find a cure to kind of stop its spread and to kind of like, you know, like SARS, they want to kind of uh, shut down. I'm sure research is going to find they need to find the correct kind of, you know, combination of drugs to kind of cure it. It's going to happen. It's going to be slow. But till then, more people are going to die. And now China has temporarily again banned the same market that caused SARS. And now they've banned it again, temporary. You know, I think the United Nations has to take this very seriously and ask them to permanently ban this market because you can't be eating bats. You know, what do bats eat? Basically, I have no idea what they eat. But it's poisonous. Snakes are poisonous. You know, of course, there are non-poisonous snakes. But Hey, man, don't eat rats, bats, and snakes, for God's sake. And China, close down these markets. Don't just temporarily ban them, you know? Because SARS happened, coronavirus will happen today. Another seven years or five years, we'll have another disease that would come up from China. And it's really sad, especially because these are global diseases. We are an integrated kind of, uh, we all live in a very... Uh, integrated uh, world you know there's no way that um, you can uh, we can we can no longer live in clusters we no no longer live uh, uh, within a nation we no longer no walls no barriers can really separate us because there are so many flights coming in and out of different countries you know a disease that is in one small town or one small rural area in some place can actually spread all across the world 25 countries already it's 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 a month now and if we don't really find a cure it's going to be over so hey 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 china hey china stop eating bats rats snakes and hey china close the wild animals uh uh, uh kind of uh uh the kitchen or the market that is there please 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 uh, it's a global epidemic please thank you so um and that is serious that is serious okay uh, uh, it's really serious business and we need to do something about it uh high time uh we can't just be, you know, um, sitting over and not doing anything about it. Right. So um, I just got cramps on my leg. Hey, man, I got cramps. I got cramps. Let me just kind of stretch. I don't know how I got cramps. That's uh, that's because I kind of uh, was sitting in that uh, in my in a yoga position and uh, for far too long and. Uh, while recording this because I literally don't have video of what I'm uh, while I record because I literally look so stupid. My hair's all over the place. I'm sitting in a yoga in a, you know, kind of the cross yoga position. I'm kind of, uh, I look, I look horrible and ugly right now. I'm wearing rags right now. Uh, like literally baby yoga, uh, Yoda kind of rags. And, uh, so, you know, it's it's wonderful that I'm not doing video. Yeah, I just want to tell you guys, okay, uh, a secret. Um, and I want you to check me out on Tinder. Like, literally, I'm on Tinder. I'm on Tinder. I'm on 
Tinder. Okay, so um, I was actually... Um, you know, I, I just don't understand, like, you know, uh, there are so many, uh, there are so many people like, you know, of course, uh, when, uh, when people are married, you know, that they're married or whatever, you know, you get you, but when people are engaged, like you have girls who wear the engagement ring, which is fine, you know, they kind, they kind of reflect it, but guys, they don't wear the engagement ring and it's very confusing. It's very confusing. So my message to all the guys there, come on, hey man, if you're engaged, just wear that fucking engagement ring so that you're not confusing people. And so that women are um, uh, out there, you know, who kind, of, uh, who kind of find you interesting. They don't waste your time behind you. You know, they don't waste your time flirting with you or kind of, uh, you know, getting those wrong signals. So wear that engagement ring. That's all that I'm saying. Stop confusing. You make your, you make your, you make the person you engaged with, the girl, the woman, to wear an engagement ring, just like that. Hey, man, pick up an engagement ring, maybe from anywhere, even if it's not a custom that a man wears it. But hey, man, make life simple for other women so that, you know, they don't waste your time behind you. They're not attracted to you or they don't flirt with you because you are in a committed relationship. And, you know, we don't want to, you know, no one wants to really commit a sin or, um, you know, because we'll have, if I do it ever, I, I literally feel so guilty uh, if I ever kind of, even unknowingly kind of flirt with a guy who's engaged. I would have to write, literally, take a dip in holy water, travel to Vatican, uh, the Vatican, and then kind of confess Make a confession in front of Pope Francis. It's going to be so, so high because you know that is something that that is some that is something that I really don't want to be a reason, you know, to do. Like even unknowingly, I don't want to kind of flirt or hang out or kind of, uh, you know, uh, even be attracted to someone who's engaged. So hey, man, hey guys, you know, even if it's not a custom to wear an engagement ring, please wear it because you know you stop confusing. Uh, the market and especially don't also join tinder you know or any kind of dating sites because you're just wasting time you're just kind of you know uh, fooling around and not in a very serious relationship so hey man guys out there wear your engagement ring because it's good for all of us you know kind of thing uh so yeah so my the bottom line is i'm on tinder so uh so if you're on Tinder, please go and find and look for me because, you know, uh, let's, um, let's kind of, uh, see, the thing is, you know, I'm not talking about age in this matter. See, all I'm saying is that if you're in a relationship, if you're engaged or whatever, please don't join these sites. You know, if you're, if you're 60 plus or whatever, and if you're single or 70 years old, or 80 years old, and you're single, why not? You're more than welcome you know, to kind of flirt around or go and go on a date or kind of be on these dating sites, etc. But why not? There's no age to, to dating. There's no age to get married. There's no age to kind of be in a relationship. It can be anything. My problem is, you know, when you're in a relationship, you when you're engaged, when you're married, and then you're seeking out like that, you know, or you're confusing people by not telling people that you're engaged or you're not uh, or maybe kind of showing a sign or something, it's very confusing and that shouldn't be happening, you know? You should be really very open because if you're making a woman wear an engagement ring, guys, you need to wear it too because, you know, we stop, we stop messing around and fooling around. 
Yeah, so I think I'm running out of time and I think I've, I hope I've not kind of bored you because that's never been my intention. I never really uh, kind of uh, have the intention ever of kind of uh, being a bore. You know, I kind of always try to be my best, bring my best self to you. You know, that's my only intention. But anyways, thank you so much, uh, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to me. Um it's not that I have so many listeners. Even if I had one listener, you know, it's the best thing, you know. I love it that at least that one person is making a difference. So I'm not really looking for numbers. All I'm saying is thank you for whoever you are for really, you know, spending that little time with me, listening to me and kind of... Uh, because no one really would spend time. I would never spend my time listening to someone if I don't find them... Um, helpful or interesting or whatever you know no one does it right so thank you guys for really listening i really appreciate it don't forget to write to me uh dm me basically you know just put some 140 characters or whatever dm me um my twitter handle is m-e-a-r-l-c-o-l-a-c-o um i'll put it on the notes uh, that's my twitter handle you can also write to me at just a nobody podcast at gmail.com uh no one wants to write long text because i have a t- an attention span of 280 characters believe me 380 300 characters at the max so don't forget to write to me because I really appreciate that you really take the time to really listen to me. I just wanted to kind of uh, play this song, uh, uh, this this rap version of just about it's about it's about like thirty seconds uh, with Nicki Minaj's attitude that I'm talking about. Let me just play it to you. I love the I love songs with an attitude. I hate songs that are very cranky. You know, uh, just let let's listen to uh, Nicki Minaj before we I kind of sign off today. Who you gon' call when you ain't got the Me and Megan run up in the spotlight I pop off cause I am the reigning champ Please no comparisons cause you know they can't Had to cut the grass, there were snakes in the camp They know I'm the Billy, I be laughing Ha 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 I'm in the dumb nights, the next time I stop My guest house alone cost like three tickets And I rolls truck in that paint job real wicked Used to dumb dumb, I stuck down for these chickens Now when dumb dumb talk, I smile and be crickets I love that. Anyways, uh, until next sad, until next Sunday or Saturday, whenever I record my next episode. Um, bye and thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Bye 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 bye.